Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks for joining us on Solving the Financial Puzzle this week. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Dan Capril, who is, of course, a certified financial planner and your local wealth coach in Cincinnati and Dayton. With offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky, your number to call to reach Dan at any point in time during our show today, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-QUIZ-DAN, or go to quizdan.com. There's some other ways you can uh, touch base and other resources that you can get your hands on. We'll give you details on how to do all of that coming up in just a little bit. But first, let's bring him into the show. Dan, thanks for being here this week. How are you, sir? Is it that time already? It just seems like yesterday. We were Earlier today, we were doing the show. So, man, a week flew, but I'm doing great. And I hope all our listeners are doing great as well. We've got a great show ahead today. We embrace boy, time. Time goes fast. We embrace that old uh, that old saying that time flies by when you're having fun. When you're having so, fun, yes. Yeah. Well, there's nothing more enjoyable than doing this show with you, buddy. So absolutely, I enjoy. It. it Look forward sense, to it every right. week. You know, exactly. Uh, we're going to talk to Nikki early in a little bit about estimating gone wrong. What happens when you assume? In this case, what happens when you estimate incorrectly? Uh, plus, much more. We're going to quiz Dan a little bit since this is solving the financial puzzle. We're going to do give him a little uh, pop quiz a little later on. And uh, also tales from the tax side, of course, to uh, wrap up the show later on today. But first, we'll turn to the local listener line to get questions from folks just like you here in the area. If you want to submit a question, you can do so at quizdan.com. The first one's from Larry in Monroe. And Larry says, I think that we'll probably get a significant inheritance from my wife's parents who are both in their mid-80s. But is it a bad idea for me to count on that money as a part of our retirement planning. It's not a bad idea, Larry. It's a horrible idea. Now, look, hopefully your uh, your in-laws will live a great life and and die healthy in their sleep. But the truth of the matter is you have no idea really what their net worth is. I mean, you said you think they're going to you only get they could have expenses you're not aware of. Um, the cost of um, custodial care, long-term care could easily kick in at this point in their life. Now, if they have a plan for that, great. Uh, but, you know, in general, my, my general philosophy is, no, always be self-reliant. Always assume as if you're going to have to go it just by yourself. And, of course, if you get an inheritance, fantastic, super. Uh, and certainly as a, you know, as a, as a child, you ought to suggest to, to your adult parents that they have their affairs in order. Because, believe me, it's definitely going to affect you. I mean, one of the most powerful meetings we ever have with our clients is what we call the generations meeting. And that's where we bring in their adult children. And we go over the entire strategy with them, from investing to a retirement income to taxes um, to insurance to um, estate planning. And we want everybody to know what the plan is and how it's supposed to be laid out and how people's lives are going to be affected. But even in the cases where there's a sizable inheritance, I urge the, the kids not to, not to count on it. 
um, but to continue to save on their own and, and, and build it up as if you don't have it. And if it comes, fantastic. But if it doesn't because of unforeseen things, rising in int- uh, taxes, uh, custodial care costs, whatever the case might be, uh, you don't want to have your dreams wrecked because you're counting on something. So always go with the self-reliant approach. But do make sure that your in-laws, Larry, have their affairs in order because uh, there's nothing worse than, than watching um, a family struggle through an estate that wasn't properly planned out. Good question, Larry. And yeah, be careful about the assumptions you make going into your retirement. This would be one of those risky assumptions or bad estimates that could go wrong on you. Nikki Early is going to expand on some more of those in the common ones we see coming up in a little bit. Want to submit your questions? Go to quizdan.com. And of course, you can also call 844-QUIZDAN, 844-784-9326 to have a review of your situation and a one-on-one conversation. If you're here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas, this is the show for you. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Another question from Rhonda in Bellbrook. Rhonda says, what's your opinion of all the robo-advisor stuff I've been hearing about? Is it something worth looking into? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, let's first explain what is meant by robo-advisor. Generally speaking, there are, there are two ways in which a portfolio is managed. One way is what we would call an actively managed portfolio, whereby the portfolio manager is making a lot of buying and sell decisions based on what he thinks is going to happen. Uh, the other approach, which is the approach that I would recommend, is what we would call a or passive approach to a portfolio, whereby you are extremely diversified in your portfolio. You don't do a lot of trading. You do primarily rebalancing as you go because the general belief there is that as that news is unpredictable and markets react so quickly to news that, in fact, there's, there's no way you could beat the market anyway, so don't try. It, kind of in between is this concept now called a robo-advisor, and the idea here is that you can program a computer with enough algorithms to whereby the computer should be able to make buy and sell decisions in and ahead of what the market can do. Now, that's still a form of active management. What is good about them, though, is they operate at a much lower cost because you're not hiring a guy who drives a Ferrari to manage your portfolio. You are hiring a computer. The concept of having a computer assist you or manage your portfolio, I'm not against that, provided you're not doing active management with it. So if there was a a robo-portfolio out there that was properly diversified and, and limited its trading to just rebalancing, No, I wouldn't see anything wrong with that at all. In fact, I think in many ways that is the future. If you listen to the companies that are coming out against these robo-advisors, it's usually not the financial advisor, but it's the portfolio managers that the financial advisors are using because they're charging far more than what the robo-advisor is charging. And what they don't want is for the financial advisor to leave them and go work for the robo-advisor. Well, you know what? That's probably going to happen. Eventually, technology is going to replace uh, some of the more expensive parts of investing, which is why I always say, you know, a good advisor should be far more uh, to you than just the portfolio. There should be a whole comprehensive listing of services that he's offering you. So the idea of using technology to lower our cost to give us a portfolio, I'm certainly not against. But if we're going to use a computer with algorithms that are going to try to predict the future, and make a lot of buying and selling decisions on your behalf. That I'm totally against. And it doesn't, I wouldn't, I'd be against if it was a person. I would be against it if it was a computer. So we, we have to be careful not to lump robo advisors all together. Um, but I do think going forward, we'll see technology be a bigger, bigger part 
um, especially when people realize that, you know, passive management is the logical way to go. And therefore, we can clearly um, invest at a lower expense. So this is contrary to what a lot of my counterparts would say, largely because they're being somewhat self-interested. They're trying to justify higher fees. Uh, I think there's a role for the advisor. But if the advisor can lower his cost with the use of a robo-advisor, provided that the investment strategy is appropriate, I don't see anything wrong with that at all. We're talking again with Dan Capril right here on Solving the Financial Puzzle about some of the things you need to know about planning for not only retirement, but just your financial future in general. If you want to get in touch, call 844-QUIZ-DAN or go to quizdan.com. Dan's a certified financial planner, and I think you'll be the perfect person to answer this next question from Dave in Centerville. Here it comes, Dan. Dave says, I'm torn between contributing to a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA? What's your advice? You know, Dave, if you had asked me this question five years ago, I would have given you a completely different answer than I'm going to give you today. My advice, for the most part, is I would take the Roth over the traditional. Now, let's explain what these are. The traditional IRA, the idea there is you're putting money in, you're deducting it, and then you are going to pull that money out later in life and pay tax. The Roth IRA approach is you're going to be putting after-tax money in, so you're not going to be able to deduct it but all future growth associated with that is going to come tax-free. The reason that I, well, let me explain what I used to say. I used to tell people, take the bird in the hand, go with the traditional IRA, take the tax break now because the government could change the rules in the future and your Roth may not be tax-free. So that was what I would, you know, I used to say. And that could still happen. But the reason that I am more oriented now towards getting people to put money in the Roth is because I do fear tax rates going up in the future. Uh, the whole idea behind the traditional IRA is you put it in when you're in a higher tax bracket, like 25%, and then when you're retired in a lower tax bracket, maybe 15%, you're pulling it out. That's, that's the logic. But as I've said many times on this show, if you look at some of the challenges that our nation's faced with, as well as the demographics that support our tax base, I can't guarantee the future of the taxes are going to go up, but boy, it sure looks like they will. And our rates really are on the historic low end. I mean, it wasn't that long ago in the 1970s, we had a top marginal rate of 70%. And in the uh, 40s, we had a rate of, I think it was 94%. So this thought that we couldn't have higher rates in the future certainly exists. If you take the time during your working years to build up a lot of tax-free money, and that's what a Roth IRA is, it's tax-free. Once the money goes in under current law, you'll never pay tax on any of the money coming out. Well, if you think about it, you could then pull money out for retirement. It would be completely tax-free. So it doesn't matter if tax rates go up in the future. You're going to be fine. And then the other thing, too, is because you're going to be getting tax-free income from that, assuming that's your only other source of income, then your Social Security benefits are going to be tax-free to you as well. But if you're pulling your money out of a traditional IRA during retirement or you're pulling your money out of a 401k for retirement, well, you're going to be very likely, just withdrawing money from those accounts is going to force you to pay tax on your Social Security benefits. Uh, if you have income uh, during retirement of over $44,000, and that includes half of your Social Security benefit plus any other sources of income, if you, have, if you go over $44,000, you're married, up to 85% of your check will be subject to taxation. So it's a real problem. It's a real challenge that we need to address so that um, uh, we protect ourselves because that tax lien that the government has is one of the biggest obstacles that you're going to have towards not going broke in your retirement. So one of the things that, Dave, you should do, and I really encourage all of our listeners to do this, is get a copy 
of our retirement rescue toolkit. This is a this is a box of great stuff. It's it's got reports in it, books, audio pieces that describe a number of issues, but the big one that it talks about is this what I call the ticking tax time bomb that we are facing with the fact that so many Americans have so much money in in tax sheltered accounts and it's just waiting to explode with tax dollars being paid out to the government and if tax rates go up it's going to be even more punitive to you and there are strategies that you can do particularly if you're still working nice well dave you would still be working if you're thinking about an ira and so there are things that you can do now so that when you actually get to that retirement you're not going to be faced with taxation so i want you to get a copy of this i want all of our listeners to get a copy of this very simple to get it all you have to do is is text the word retire to 555-888. Again, that's re- well, the word retire, one word, 555-888. Now, if you do that, what will happen is you'll get a response back from me. It's automated. You click on the link I send you. You then fill out the little web form, and we ship out your box in the next couple of days. You'll have all that great material. So get a copy of that. Uh, the other thing I want to encourage our listeners to do is when you get the retirement toolkit, you're also going to get an invitation to our next um, retirement rescue workshop at the University of Dayton, where I go into this issue of tax planning for retirement in far greater detail. So order a copy of the retirement rescue toolkit. Get an invitation to the retirement rescue um, seminar that we've got coming up. Very limited seating there at the classroom that we have at UD. So you want to get a hold of both of these things, and uh, they're going to get you going on the right direction. Again, here's the number that you need to uh, text. It's 555-888 to get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888. So in the message field, you put RETIRE, and the number you text is 555-888. Click on the link that will come right back to you and uh, fill out the information and the Retirement Rescue Toolkit will be on its way to you. If you don't have a smartphone, when you go to click on that link, it's not going to take you to the Internet and allow you to fill that information out. So instead, what you should do is just call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326, and that's the way to do it the uh, old-school way, if you will. Again, 844-QUIZ-DAN, or text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit or request to come in for a one-on-one meeting with Dan and his team. Stay with us. Nikki Early steps into the studio. When we come back, we'll be talking about estimating gone wrong in the financial world, some things you should probably avoid doing. We'll talk about all that and much more around the corner. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Erno Rubik, the creator of the famous Rubik's Cube, once said, A good puzzle, it's a fair thing. Nobody is lying, it's very clear, and the problem depends just on you. That's a nice thought. Too bad the financial world isn't as simple. As you prepare for retirement and the rest of your financial future, there are a lot more problems to deal with than just yourself. You have outside factors constantly varying and changing the landscape. People do lie, cheat, and deceive. You have access to tons of information, yet not a great way to discern what motivations drive that information. It can all get very, very complex. But that's why Dan Capril, your host of Solving the Financial Puzzle, is here. Dan and his team at Matson & Capril will help you solve your financial puzzle to put you in a position to get to and all the way through retirement. Just call 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326 to set up a time to meet. 
you don't have to solve the entire financial puzzle on your own, but you do have to be the one who starts the solution. And it starts with a phone call to 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN. Time for a little puzzle history. We've all heard of and probably have tried to solve the Rubik's Cube. It's a 3D puzzle invented in 1974. Did you know it was originally called the Magic Cube? Millions of these cubes have been sold across the world over the years and are so popular they've even sparked competitions to see who can solve them the fastest. At last check, the fastest to ever solve the Rubik's Cube was Colin Burns with a time of 5.25 seconds. The rest of us probably have a long way to go. Let's get back to solving the financial puzzle with Dan Capril. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril and Nikki Early right here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas. They are your local wealth coaches and advisors. Uh, Dan's the president of Matson and Capril. Nikki is a financial advisor and coach, and Nikki joins us on the show now. Hope you're doing well, Nikki. I am. How are you, Walter? Glad to hear it. Doing well and looking forward to uh, this conversation because we're going to dive into some of the wrong estimates that people have made in the past and how that led them astray in their financial plan. And here's the issue. Lots of people base some of the core elements of their retirement plan on estimates that they've made or estimates that other people have made for them. The problem is, is that many of these estimates aren't very accurate. And once you start making decisions off of bad initial information, you can just imagine the bad path that it takes you down. Uh, we've got a good list of the different estimates people make. So, Nikki, first on the list, bad estimate number one, how much monthly income will you need? People often uh, make the wrong choice here, don't they? Absolutely, they do. But first, let me tell you this. When we are working with people, especially people that attend our retirement seminars, in most cases, when we talk with the attendees, what we realize is they've been working hard their whole lives. They've been um, saving their money diligently, but here they are getting ready to retire and they have no clue what they can afford to take from their savings month after month without going broke before they die. So not only can we make bad estimates, but sometimes we just don't have a clue. So if we move forward and we do talk about these estimates, a lot of time people leave great jobs and great paychecks prematurely and they find themselves in a position where they can't spend the money they were spending while they worked and they're having to live a completely different lifestyle. In fact, I saw a statistic not too long ago that um, 52% of working households when they retire will not be able to live up to their current standard of living. So very, very scary. Now, on the flip side, there's a lot of people out there that are so nervous about quitting work that maybe they're going to work to 57 when they could have maybe retired at 54. I don't know about you, but if I can afford to retire at age 54, I might want to do that versus yeah. working longer than I actually have to. Not a bad way to go about it. Uh, that would be a strategy that I would take. Early in re uh, retirement, better than a late retirement, I would say. Either way, Walter, a true income plan is going to help you avoid big mistakes. So the key is here, have a plan, understand what you can afford to take, and know how that is going to affect your retirement, your lifestyle. A couple of years can make all the difference for many people, and that's why it's nice to get a precise plan, a, an accurate plan, 
don't operate off of bad assumptions or bad estimates, which many people do when it comes to talking about monthly income. They get it wrong from the start. Uh, another bad estimate that people make uh, when you kind of ask them how much will you need for major purchases, they often overlook many of the major purchases they're going to have in retirement. Yeah, I think everyone's really good at setting aside money for an emergency fund, if you will. But it's, this really isn't rocket science. If you know that your car is 12 years old, <laughs> um, you might think that potentially you'll have to replace that at some point. If you're like me and you know your washer and dryer is 12 years old, you can pretty much count that that might be a potential expense for you. I mean, we're not even considering new roofs, new heating and air, uh, the fact that you might have kids that are going to get married and they may ask you to help contribute to that. So really take into consideration some of those expenses expenses that you might not be thinking about when you're doing the retirement planning piece. We're talking with Nikki Early of Matson and Capril, where she is a local advisor and financial coach. 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call to reach the team. That's 844-784-9326 or go to quizdan.com another place where you can ask some good questions. If you think that you're making some bad estimates in the financial world, not a bad idea to only keep listening to the show, but to call and set up a time to meet to have those analyzed. Again, 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call. Nikki, bad estimate number three would be, how much impact will inflation have on your portfolio? Again, probably something that people are underestimating, I'm guessing. A tremendous impact, a lot. Uh, I think we all realize that things cost more today than they used to. Um, a terrible financial plan is not going to take into consideration at all. A so-so and maybe even bad one might use that typical number that we hear about all the time, 3%. But there's one thing that we purchase a lot of in retirement that um, actually grows the cost at a higher rate of inflation than 3%. Any guess what that might be, Walter? What's that? Healthcare. Oh, so yes. <laughs> we do spend a lot of money in retirement on healthcare. And that actually, those costs rise at a higher rate than our 3% typical that we hear about. Now, what that means to us is 4% inflation will cut your purchasing power in half in just 18 years. Now, you can state that another way. So, a couple maybe who needs $5,000 a month to cover the lifestyle. At age 65, fast forward 18 years later, when they're 83, they're going to need 10000 a month to buy the same goods and services that they were at age 65. Now, we'll talk about inflation and healthcare a little bit more here in just a second, but definitely need to take in... Uh, I'm sorry, but definitely need to take the impact of inflation um, on your income needs during retirement. Well, you mentioned it already, health care costs, but health care costs are defined by more than just the impact of inflation, right? Absolutely. Um, there's an estimate out there right now that a 65-year-old couple will need over $245,000 just to cover normal healthcare expenses in retirement. So we're not even talking about long-term care. We're talking about regular medications, regular doctor visits. But then if you add in maybe home health care, 
assisted living, having to go to a nursing home, you can imagine how detrimental that can be to your retirement nest egg if you have to shell out a lot of money for those expenses and you weren't counting on it or expecting for it or planning for it. So definitely, if you're underestimating the healthcare costs that are out there, it can really hurt your plan. If you find yourself in any of these situations where you're just not sure how to come up with some of these estimates, give our office a call. We'll bring you in, we'll sit down, and we'll really have a holistic conversation about your retirement and help you feel better about the direction you're headed. Just get a solid look at that plan. Again, the number to call is 844-QUIZ-DAN to reach Dan Capril, Nikki Early, and the team at Matson and Capril. 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844 844- 784-9326. That's the number to call to reach the team. 844-QUIZ-DAN. And when you call, you can get a complimentary review of your situation, a really good second opinion of what your plan's doing for you right now and some of the changes that you might want to make going forward, especially if your current plan is built off of some of these bad estimates then it's incredibly important to get a review so that you can start correcting those mistakes. 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call. Don't forget that you can also text the word RETIRE to 555-888 to receive a link where you can get the free Retirement Rescue Toolkit at no cost to you. Just text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Lots of good resources in that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Again, text the word RETIRE to 555-888 to get your hands on that. Click the link when it comes through to you. Fill out the information. Doesn't take but 30 to 60 seconds, depending on how fast of a typer you are on your smartphone. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Or, again, call 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Nikki, appreciate the time as always. Thanks for going over some of these bad estimates with us, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. Yep. See you next week, Walter. Sounds good. And we'll talk to Dan Capril again in just a few seconds right here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. It's okay to admit it. Sometimes you need a little help solving the crossword puzzle in the paper, like 44 across. Something is rotten in Denmark. If you've never heard that phrase or read Hamlet, you'd be lost. So you might ask the person next to you in the waiting room, another passenger in the car, or even turn to Google. Eventually, you'd learn that it's another way of saying something smells fishy, or as the actual answer puts it, I smell a rat. We all need a little help solving puzzles from time to time, and it's no different in the financial world. That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to help you solve the financial puzzle in your life. Turn to him and ask the questions that bog you down. Tell him about how you're struggling to go from point A to point B in your planning process, and he'll help you figure it all out. Just call 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN to get started today. Don't be afraid to ask for help solving the financial puzzle. 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326 or 844-QUIZ-DAN. Composer Stephen Sondheim once said, the nice thing about doing a crossword puzzle is you know there is a solution. That's exactly how you can view the financial world. You know there's a solution to the sometimes complex challenges facing you, especially when you plan for retirement. And if you need some help finding the right answers, then keep listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril. 
This is Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril, your local wealth coach serving you in Cincinnati and in the Dayton area as well. Dan has offices just outside of Dayton in Beaver Creek, also in Cincinnati and in northern Kentucky if you happen to be traveling up from that direction. You can get in touch with Dan at any time by going to quizdan.com or calling 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. You want the Retirement Rescue Toolkit? You need the link, and you can get the link by texting us. Retire is the word that you text to the number 555-888. Text retire to 555-888 to get a link for the free Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Dan's a certified financial planner, and it means he is perfectly qualified for the pop quiz that we have prepared for him today. So, pencils ready, Dan. Although, I don't even think oh, you, yeah. need a, you don't even need a pencil for this. You can do these off the top of your head. One hand but tied behind your back, I'd imagine. Um, uh, I've, got, I've got books here on the computer if need be. So okay, we'll, well there give you go. Shot. So, I think you'll be able to easily identify the answers to these questions, but I'm hoping you'll also be able to explain to us why some of the other choices might be wrong to help us mm-hmm. learn a little bit more the full scope of these questions. So here's first. Sure. At what age should people start saving for retirement? And we're making this easy on you, multiple choice. Is it <laughs> A, when you begin working, B, after you buy your first home, or C, when you've paid off all your debts? Well, most of you are going to probably guess that I said A, and I do. I think that you, as soon as you start working in any capacity, you should take the lesson of the richest man in Babylon, which, by the way, if you don't have that book, it's a great book to get. George Clayson wrote it. But you should start being in the habit of always setting aside a percentage of your income that you don't look to touch. And um, in that book, it's recommended 10%. I don't care if it's 1%. I just want you to develop the habit. Because from habits come really great things. Well, from habits can come bad things too. But if you can develop this habit, I think every one of us, no matter how much we make, we could probably get by on 10% less. And if that's impossible, well, there is a percentage that you could get less that you could you could get by on. And when you're just in your 20s, like my son just graduated from college. He starts his, his first real job in a couple of months. Um, the greatest asset that he and his generation have is time. Uh, the, the power of compounding interest over many years is, I mean, just do the math. You know, take a reasonable, a reasonable amount of money, $2,000 a year, $3,000 a year. Compound it every single year at 8%. You'll start to see dramatic growth. So you always want to get into that habit. Now, let me tell you a couple of things you don't want to be doing. This issue of, you know, after you buy your first home. Listen, you don't buy homes to grow your wealth. I mean, not if you're talking about your primary home, not living here in the Miami Valley or or in the Cincinnati area. There's way too much land. We're lucky if we can get inflation as real growth on the price of our home. Uh, For many people, they're still underwater from the last housing bubble burst. So a house is not a way in which you grow wealth. In fact, if you really do the math properly, you'll find out that renting is a far better way to go. But I'm not against homeownership. I own a house. It's a lifestyle decision. Now, let's understand that. What I think is a shame, though, is when people make owning a house like their first primary goal when it comes to money. Don't. Um, you know, make having $100,000 in liquid assets your first goal, and then think about going out and, and buying your house. Um, the third one, when you're paying off your debts, you know, there, there's nothing wrong. In fact, I encourage people to be debt-free. 
But even somebody with a serious debt problem, I would still want them to set aside some money for retirement. Again, it, it, it brings some real psychological benefits to develop the habit of paying yourself first. Um, dealing with debt can be done in a number of strategies, but I never would abandon this idea that no matter how hard I work, I'm going to always keep a little bit for myself. I'm not going to abandon that at all. I may have to give more to, uh, to pay off debt than I would want to, but that's the reality. Um, we want to, however, negotiate our debt so that it's as low as possible so that our savings can grow at a potentially higher rate. So use time. It's your greatest ally. But you know what? You, it's never too late. So if you said, you know, it's too late for me, I'm 45, I can't start saving for retirement. <laughs> Listen, if you start saving for retirement at 45, you'll be ahead of most people. Uh, the present is always the best time. Take advantage of the time that you have. Absolutely. And I think that's a good point. So uh, correct on multiple choice question number one, as if there was any doubt. But thanks for the extra explanation good. as well. Oh, so you have the actual answers? Here I've got the answers you? highlighted. Yeah. Or at least so I could actually answer incorrectly. Oh, there's some pressure. here. I suppose that's possible. Yeah. Although you're the certified possible. financial planner. So your yeah. uh, your answer probably overrules anything I've written down. Oh, OK. All right. All right. I didn't write them. So OK, good. We'll, we'll <laughs> argue about it if we come across that. Uh, we'll see. All right. All right. All right, which of these is the best estimate of how much income you'll need in retirement? 50% of your income, 85% of your current income, 100% of your current income, or we'll give you an out here, none of the above. D, none of the above? I'm going to take D, none of the above, and here's why. It, there is no rule of thumb, okay? It's what you spend your money on. Look, I know people who have accumulated massive amounts of wealth, and they live incredibly modestly. So even though they had a very high-paying job, they just never spent much of the money. So the real answer is, well, what do you spend your money on? What are your plans? What are your dreams? What are your ambitions? That's the number. That may turn out to be 80%. It may turn out to be 56%. It might actually turn out to be 107%. just depends on your situation. Now, whether or not you can do that is a whole other question. But I never go into any meeting with a prospective client ask, telling them what their percentages ought to be. I ask them, I go, what do you need? Now, too often they look at me like, well, don't you know? No, I have no clue. I have no idea. And if you don't have any idea, fine. Let's spend the next month or two literally recording every single expense that you have as you make it so we can get an idea at least what it takes to maintain your current standard of living. But you're in control there. Now, I'm not saying just because you picked a number that that number is doable, but I think that's where we should start. And then from there, if it's a matter of you working longer, saving more, um, it's taking less during retirement or was perhaps the easiest thing to do, reallocate your portfolio to give you a potentially higher rate of return. Well, we'll decide those things as a result of the planning process. So it should be customized to you and be very careful about falling into these traps. You know, you read these articles, oh, if you don't have X amount of dollars of retirement, you're, you're not going to make it. No, that, that's BS. The, the truth of the matter is that you um, need to have a plan customized for you. And everybody's habits are different. Everybody's desires are different. And uh, I don't know what the, there is no right percentage. It's your percentage. The, the, the important thing is that we do the work so that whatever percentage you say you want, that it's doable. Otherwise, you're just walking down a path of darkness. And I don't want that for anybody. 
Path of Darkness. Yeah, that sounds ominous. Path of think. Darkness. Yes. Nobody wants no, that. No, there's no money in the Path of Darkness. Yes. You like that? <laughs> uh, we're trying to bring you the financial light, if you will, here on the show, not not the darkness of the financial world. And uh, that's something that Dan Capril can do for you by having a good meeting about your situation. Always invite you to call 844-QUIZ-DAN to have a conversation. 844-QUIZ-DAN. Or go to quizdan.com for some information there as well. Good videos, resources, all sorts of good stuff. Quizdan.com. Another multiple choice question for you, Dan. You were right on that last one. Indeed, none of the above. We'll, okay. we'll allow that as the correct answer. Uh, which of these do you find that retirees fear the most? A, is it death? B, is it running out of money? Or C, not being able to leave money to the kids? Without question, it's B. Um, running out of money is something that people of all walks of life, every income level that I've ever seen, fear. Most people actually are looking forward not to leaving any money to their kids. So they actually, I think some fear more the possibility they will leave money to their kids. That means they didn't use it all up for themselves. Well, one, it's natural. I mean, let's face it, you're, you're not working anymore and nobody wants to die broke. Um, or if they do die broke, they don't want to be, they don't want to be broke the day before they die. Okay. They can be broke the day they die, but before that they don't. So this is a real issue. This is a real issue because most of us today don't have the traditional pension plans anymore. We have 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, and these things are not only have to be invested based on our decisions, but they're also going to be heavily taxed. And those two things, market volatility, volatility and heavy taxation, those are reasons for a lot of anxiety. And that's why we spend so much time on the show, not only discussing about ways to have a more consistent portfolio, uh, but in, in terms of return, but also the proactive steps that you can take to cut your taxes during retirement. You know, the things that we talk about in our retirement rescue workshop, which by the way, we got one coming up um, uh, on the 25th of, of May, 6.30 at, at the University of Dayton. And uh, if you want more information on that, I'm kind of digressing here a little bit, but if you want more information on this great workshop where we discuss tax planning strategies, it's very simple. Checks the word seminar 16. That's just one word, seminar 16 to 555-888. When you do that, you're going to be able to register right online or go to quizdan.com and click on the quizdan button and say, send me details regarding the uh, retirement rescue workshop. But in any event, um, running out of money, big concern. Taxes are a big reason people are going to run out of money unless they take the proper steps. Uh, last week, we talked about the fact that we're looking at two tax returns of people, both making over $90,000 years in retirement. You know, one paid close to $10,000 a year to Uncle Sam. The other person paid under $500 to Uncle Sam. So there's a lot of things that you can do there and um, to help alleviate this fear of running out of money. For some of you, it's a valid fear. You know, it's not like you're being, you know, um, delusional. No, you're probably being very logical. So if you're going to be logical about it, let's figure out the steps that we can take to minimize that probability or at least let you know the amount of money you can spend every year without having a strong chance of going broke in your lifetime. Again, that seminar is coming up this week on uh, May 25th, Wednesday at 6.30, the seminar that Dan mentioned, that retirement rescue boot camp that you can come and be a part of at the University of Dayton. Text the word SEMINAR and the number 16 all together, SEMINAR16 
to 555-888 to get your link to uh, sign up. I just texted, and uh, it's so easy to do. And you just click on Reserve a Seat when you uh, go to the webpage. That'll get sent to you. So Seminar 16 is what you text in on the message field, and then 555-888 is the number that you send it to. So Seminar 16 to 555-888. All right, good answer to that question, Dan. It moves us into our next one. Which of these examples best represents a diversified retirement plan? I'll try and say these slowly so they're kind of easy to absorb. Uh, A would be a mix of 60% stocks and 40% bonds. So stocks and bonds mixed together. Uh, We're talking about a diversified retirement plan. B, three rental homes in different neighborhoods along with a significant amount of cash in the bank. C, 10 to 12 different mutual funds, or D, none of the above? (laughs) Okay, this one is kind of a loaded question because so much of this depends. Um, There's a lot of advisors out there who will preach to you this idea of guaranteed income. And so to a lot of advisors, say none of the above because what they want to encourage you to do is turn over a significant amount of your net worth, if not all of it, to an insurance company. And in return, you'll get an income stream for the rest of your life. And to them, that's diversified, or at least they want to have a component of that. In theory, I'm not against it, but just understand this. The word guarantee also means low return and less money for your heirs, because most of these contracts, after a number of years, even though they'll pay you for as long as you live, as soon as you die, the payments stop. And if you happen to have uh, given them more money than they've given you, well, you're out of it. Um, A a mixture of 60% stocks and 40% bonds actually is not a bad way to go, provided is a fully diversified portfolio. I've seen examples where someone's 60% stocks and 40% bonds, and they only own about 20 companies. That's not diversified. True diversification would be, the, you know, do it would be in a portfolio that's global. Over 44 countries would have about 12,000, 13,000 individual holdings between stocks and bonds. That's real diversification because the idea behind diversifying is that mathematically you can measure the level of volatility that you're going to get for the return you're likely to get. And obviously what you want is for the return you're seeking to have as little volatility as, as possible. So. The problem, though, with the 60-40 is not only is it not specific enough, it doesn't address your specific situation. I mean, if someone has a significant amount of money and doesn't spend any, well, it could just as easily be in cash, and it would, it would be fine. Um, the only thing is I would say is something is not properly diversified when you could get the same rate of return for the least amount of risk. Um, and the 12 different mutual funds, you know, that might work provided... They're not actively managed funds, so they're basically buying and holding, and they all represent different asset classes, and they make up the right percentages. So that that could possibly be a possibility. What's right is for you to have an understanding about what you want. Let's then look at what you've got, and then let's work backwards. And as we work backwards, we're going to determine what rate of return is going to get you what you need. But the amount, the percentage, is actually going to be able to be adjusted every single year because as you're moving along a retirement, let's say we're moving towards the end of life. And therefore, we are able to take slightly more in later years, but it has to be studied. This is not something you do once and then just stick in a drawer. You have to look at it on an annual basis because returns are going to fluctuate. Tax rates are going to fluctuate. Look, if you've got a tax-free retirement portfolio, you can take a lot more money out for yourself than if you have a taxable retirement portfolio. 
Let's do the work on those things. And this is, again, some of the mystery that a lot of people have uh, simply because they've never had a good comprehensive strategy. And, you know, if you've never done this type of a thing, I urge you, come on in. Let us sit down and talk to you about our wealth coaching program. I'll explain to you everything that it does, what it's all about, complimentary consultation. We'll take you through the whole process, let you get a clear understanding about how this is so different than what a lot of other people have gone through. We'll address some of these issues that we talk a lot about on the show. So give our office a call. Happy to come in, sit down with us, show you what it's all about, and you can then decide what role you want us to take um, in helping you and coach you through your future. Again, the number to call to reach Dan Capril and his team at Matson and Capril, serving you in Cincinnati, Dayton, and throughout the area. Uh, all you have to do is call 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Or if you want to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit, text the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's 555-888 in the message field. You put the text RETIRE and then send it off. You'll get a link right back. Click on the link, fill out the brief information there, and you'll get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. That's texting the word RETIRE to 555-888 or call 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Now, if you want to come to the Retirement Rescue Boot Camp that's coming up this week, instead of texting RETIRE, text SEMINAR16, SEMINAR16 to 555-888, and we'll send you an invitation to that as well. Reti- the, te- the word to text is Seminar 16, Seminar 16 to 555-888. Always something happening at Matson and Capril. They make it so easy to plug in and learn about the financial world, and there's some uh, very good ways that you can plug in right there. We still need to get to Tales from the Tax Side, so that's coming up next right here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Dan Capril is your local advisor in Cincinnati and Dayton. He's a certified financial planner and the person that you can turn to for guidance and advice in the financial world. His team has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Call to schedule a complimentary review of your retirement plan by dialing 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. If you need some wealth coaching, some time to discuss how you can better prepare for retirement, then call Dan and the team at Matson and Capril at 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. We know you did it. Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset, there is no escaping from Tales from the Tax Side with Dan Capril. So here we are, Tales for the Tax Side with Dan Capril, Walter Storholt with you here. And uh, if you're in Cincinnati and Dayton, anywhere in the surrounding communities, this is the show for you to make that financial world easier to understand. One of the ways we do that is by talking about how you can live a tax-free retirement or at least save a ton on your taxes. And we do that through Tales from the Tax Side, a weekly part of our show. And this week's headline that Dan has sent me is The Gambler. The Billionaire in the Game of Kings. What's the story? Yeah, so what is the Game of Kings? Do you know what the Game of Kings is? What is the Game of Kings? Okay. It's backgammon, believe it or not. Is it really? Okay. Uh, Yeah. Well, at least for the sake of this segment, it's going to be backgammon. I've never played backgammon. (laughs) Yeah, that was going to be my next one. You've never played? Oh, it's it's a great game. It's a great game. I mean, I cannot believe you went through college and didn't play beer gammon, which is the same thing, <laughs> except when you 
when you roll sixes, someone else has to drink. But in any event, um, yeah, backgammon's a great game. It's a very simple game. I, I think sometimes people get a little intimidated by the, the board, but it's actually a very simple game. It's a, it's a dice-rolling game, and you just basically move your pieces along. Um, but it's a, also a huge, huge gambling game. And uh, most people don't realize the high stakes that go on. But uh, one of the more well-known gamblers at backgammon is a guy from Ireland named uh, Jack, uh, Jack McGinnis. Excuse me is a guy from Ireland named Jack McManus. Uh, McManus, when he first started gambling, you know, f- you know uh, he says his first bet was four pounds. Uh, he's now worth just under a billion dollars, about 775 million euro. So he's, uh, he's Ireland's eighth richest man and it's largely comes from gambling. So he's one of those few who have been able to do it and, and a lot of it comes from backgammon. And there is a, certainly a level of luck with backgammon, but there is a level of skill too. I mean, you're, you're basically um, hedging your, you know, your decision-making as, as you go. Uh, now, now, within this world of super wealthy people, largely because I guess they, they get bored sometimes, um, you know, they'll, they'll always gamble and they'll tend to gamble at large numbers. Mm. So here in the United States, there's a, there's a guy named Alec Gores. He's a private equity manager. It's worth about $2.1 billion, and I get a chuckle. He lives in San Francisco, and his, uh, his house is worth $31 million. Oh, wow. He's, he, he lives just down the street from Barry Bonds. Now, I have a feeling Barry has a nice house, too, but I don't think Barry's house is anywhere close to, uh, to $31 million. So, uh, you know, I wonder if Barry feels a little inferior as he goes by there. But, uh, but Alec Gores likes to play poker games with celebrities. Uh, so, you know, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. You know, you'll see a lot of these guys on the World Series of Poker, too. They're just there to pump up the events. But anybody can play in the World Series of Poker anyway. As long as you got ten grand, you are in. Um, but uh, he's also, um, um, you know, type where he just likes to, um, you know, he likes to bet big numbers. So when he found out about McManus, he decided, you know what, I am going to get together with this guy and we're going to have ourselves a little bit of a serious backgammon match. And when it was all done, uh, McManus, who is the pro. They played for three days. McManus walked away with $17.4 million from Gores. Wow. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine having to write that check? 174 <laughs> Yeah. He's, he's, he goes, you always feel good after winning. Um, yeah, I, I'll bet he did. I'll bet he felt, uh, he felt really good about that. Now, now Gores did something quite interesting. Um, you know, you're allowed to, uh, to write off your gambling losses. So what Gore's made point of doing was he certainly did give McManus his after-tax cut, but he sent $5.2 million of it directly to the IRS. So he didn't leave it up to McManus to, to pay the tax bill on that. Now, that's where this story starts to get interesting because most people don't know, but there's a treaty between the U.S. and Ireland that basically um, cuts the tax on um, Irish foreign nationals to just $200,000. So he was trying to claim that he didn't know $5.2 million because of this treaty, and he wants his money back. Now, this has been moving up within the court system, et cetera. And the IRS says, look, you don't, you don't apply, you don't qualify to be an Irish resident on the terms of this treaty. In fact, he hadn't even filed an Irish tax return. So the IRS is saying, how can you possibly be wanting tax relief from us when you didn't even file return in your own country? So I don't think he's going to get off on that. But um, the thing we need to understand is the tax code can be a little bit complex. 
um, in some ways it can be intimidating. It doesn't have to be. Um, we've done some great things with clients over the years to show them how to cut their taxes now and how to cut them in retirement so they don't have surprises. And there's no reason you can't have a tax-free retirement. And, and the first step to doing that is get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit that we talk about in the show. Great kit. A lot of information, talk about the steps you can take for a tax-free retirement, and then come to one of our workshops. We do one just about every month at the University of Dayton. These aren't one of these dinner seminars where we're trying to get you to um, buy high-commission products with us, and so we're steak dinners for free. No, I'm going to give you water. I might even throw in coffee. That's about it. The rest of the time, we're going to be talking some serious steps that you can take to avoid what is essentially a, a tax time bomb that's waiting to explode. So the way you get all this information, first of all, if you want to uh, find out more about the seminars, uh, text the word Seminar 16, that's Seminar 16, to 555-888. And when you do that, a, a link's going to pop up. You click it, registration page, you're in. We'll send it to you. Um, if you want to get the toolkit, it's very easy. Same, same number, 555-888. Text the word retire. Or if you'd like, just um, go to quizdan.com or give our office a call. Any of these ways you reach us, we'll be happy to help you. But taxes are a really big issue. Uh, we tend to only think about them once a year. When you look at the compounding effect of taxes, it can be quite punitive. Uh, we need to make sure that you're taking the steps. I've seen people go out of their way. They'll drive across town to save five bucks, and they're not going out of their way to save $5,000. Well, let's do that. Then you can save the money on gas or do whatever you want to do. Again, the seminar is coming up this week on Wednesday at 6.30 at the University of Dayton. For all the information and to register, you can text the word SEMINAR16, SEMINAR16, to 555-888. That's 555-888. Click on the link that comes back to you, and uh, make sure you fill out the information and sign up to reserve your spot. The seminar is this Wednesday. You'll learn so much about the financial world uh, very important that you are educated about your plan and know what's in it, know what's going on, and uh, you'll be in much better shape going forward. You won't make one. You won't make some of those bad estimates that Nikki Early talked about earlier on in the show. Uh, you'll be making the right decisions for your financial future. So again, text the word seminar and the number sixteen. Just push, put it all together. Seminar one six. Don't have to put any spaces in there. Just seminar one six. Send that to five 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 eight 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 five 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 eight eight eight. Click on the link, and then you'll be well on your way. If you don't have a smartphone, don't forget that uh, you need to call instead because the texting link thing won't work. So if you have just a regular phone, just call 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326, and just let Dan know via the uh, phone method that you'd like to attend, and he'll get you all taken care of. 844-QUIZ-DAN, that number to call. Well, Dan, we always appreciate the help. Thanks for joining us this week. I uh, hope you enjoy the seminar, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. Have a great week, everybody. Absolutely. Again, that's Dan Capril here on the show. If you're in Cincinnati, if you're in Dayton, make sure you take advantage of these opportunities. Text SEMINAR16 to 555-888 or call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you on the next Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. 
Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.